Thanks for joining me this Saturday. We're going to hear from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater this week. The series that debuted in 1974, aired until 1982, produced 1,399 episodes. Our story today is from March 19, 1974. It's titled, Frankenstein Revisited. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... I'm E.G. Marshall. Welcome to the world of terrifying imagination. Make yourself comfortable for the moment. You know, evil has a vitality that defies time. Its power can be curbed, denied, defeated, but only temporarily. And when it returns, its force is more malevolent than ever. We've all been to dark places and felt the presence of evil. And we've all seen things beyond our power of understanding. But, like Tom Fairley, we feel there are explanations for everything. Or are there... Cold, bitter cold, the smell, decayed... No, 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 no. He's unconscious. We'll talk to him later. Folga, did your men find anything else? Just the grass. It's curious, Tom. I don't see anything, Klaus. Yes, you do, Tom, but it doesn't mean anything to you. You weren't here when we found Flip. The area is flattened. And there's the same strange discoloration. What's all this got to do with Frank here? I don't know. But I promise you, I'll find out. Our mystery drama, Frankenstein Revisited, was written especially for the Radio Mystery Theater by Milt Wissoff and stars Michael Wager and Leon Janney. It is sponsored in part by Anheuser-Busch Incorporated. Brewers of Budweiser, and by the Kellogg Company, makers of Kellogg's Special K cereal. I'll be back with Act One. 
nobody else can say. When you say, buddy, you've gone as far as you can go to get the very best. When you say, buddy, why'd you tell the world you know what makes it all the way? When you say, buddy, you say you care enough to only want the clean up beers. There is no other one. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. Morning, Mr. Green. Say, haven't seen this big car in a spell. Nowadays, Caleb, we use our small car mostly. You know, this big engine might not be getting the exercise it needs. Exercise? Uh, yep, to get rid of harmful engine deposits. Make sure you're using Quaker State motor oil. It's fortified to fight deposit buildup. Is Quaker State still available in most places? Uh, yep, but people need it now more than ever. Quaker State, your car. Hi, this is Phyllis Diller. You all know I had my face lifted. So I asked the doctor if there were a medical term for my operation. He said, yes, an emergency. <laughs> Listen, when things need fixing, you fix them. If you have crummy-looking aluminum screens and storm doors at your house, fix them. Get Duro brand aluminum jelly. It's so easy to use. Just brush it on and wash it off. No more crummy-looking aluminum. Remember the name, Aluminum Jelly. Get it at leading stores everywhere. We move now from the friendly people who make these broadcasts possible to the monsters who will make it impossible for you to sleep. I hope. Our drama opens on a story conference in a Madison Avenue bar. It will end, I assure you, in terror and fear. Over here. Here, Tom. You sure picked a great place for our meeting. Yeah, well, you're late. I didn't have to fight my way through the mob at the bar. I might have been here sooner. All right, what's on your mind, Frank? Well, I've been looking for a special that we can use as a springboard for our new horror series. And what's more appropriate than the old Frankenstein legend? You mean Boris Karloff and his magic electrodes? No, Tom. Not the hokey monster brought to life by the mad scientist. That was cooked up by Mary Shelley. It doesn't rate with the gothic tale everyone in Germany knows about the infamous Baron von Frankenstein and his terrible death. It's got all the elements of a superb spook show. What's more, this is the 400th anniversary of the Baron's death. So what? So this, old buddy. The monster is reputed to return every century looking for fresh blood. Ah, uh, it won't work, Frank. I was stationed near Darmstadt, only a stone's throw away from the Frankenstein Castle after World War I. I've seen the place. It doesn't look like much. Even the burial crypt has been turned into a potato cellar. Well, how about the incidents you mentioned at cocktails the other night? That's what really put me onto the show. Oh, those killings I blabbed about had nothing to do with any monster. The police were satisfied the murders were committed by a fanatical group of neo-Nazis who called themselves the werewolves. Who's going to be interested in a defunct castle on an anniversary nobody celebrates? Yeah, well, they will this year. We're going to billboard the 400th anniversary with a gala festival. Well, who's going to show? The peasants used to have a fit when I even mentioned the Baron's name. 
And that was almost 30 years ago. Oh, they'll come. We're going to have sausage and beer, fireworks, and a dandy house of horrors to set the stage for our countdown to midnight. A fake documentary, papier-mâché, razzle-dazzle. The storyline is sound. It should scare the heck out of people. Now, if you don't want to direct the special, then all speak right, up. All right, all right. Count me in. Good. Now, come on, square with me, Tom. Why all the bull about the potato cellar? You don't want to go back there, do you? No, Frank, I don't like the place. Then why not back out? I don't Look, feel you're Frank, leveling. Frank, I want to keep on directing for the network. I won't let anything stand in my way. Not you, not the gray hairs creeping up on me. Not even Frankenstein in his blasted castle. Just let me leave this one thought with you. We'll see how much you enjoy the scene when midnight approaches. I'd like to hear the tune you whistle when the wind howls. <laughs> Mr. Larkin. Uh, Mr. Larkin here. Oh, so good to see you again. And you too, Mr. Shelley. Oh, uh, Klaus, I'd like you to meet our little company. This is Eileen Garrett, who will play the Baron's ward, Laura. And the charming one, I'm sure. Him, I like. And Flip Johnson, also known in the industry as The Voice. He'll do the descriptive background at the festival and the castle. The interviews with the man on the street. He will also double as Rolf, the suitor for Eileen's hand. Uh, that won't take much acting. In that case, you might do. Oh. <laughs> this is Klaus Folger, our local representative, who will be our strong right hand during the production. Uh, we met. Oh, when do we meet Mr. Helmut? Very soon. You will find he makes an admirable bound. Oh, it's very strange. I've never heard of him. Oh, he's quite a well-known actor, I assure you. No, I think it's time to leave for the castle. It's not the plaza, but I hope you'll find it comfortable. Well, I'm sure we will. Uh, who goes with whom? Well, there's enough room in the limousine for all of you. The baggage will follow in a small wagon. <laughs> truck. Yeah, how about you, Klaus? Aren't you coming with us? Uh, no, Frank, I will see that the baggage is not consigned to mention by mistake. But I will uh, join you later. I wonder what Mr. Helmut, the Baron, is like. I have a feeling. Oh, Eileen, now you sound like gloom and doom fairly. He's probably just another average, run-of-the-mill weirdo. You've done a great job, Klaus. Even the crew is happy in the trailers. I like my room fine. A bit drafty when the drapes are open, but the comforters will keep me warm, I'm sure. Mm, how about this lunch? Yeah. I haven't had wild boar since the last time I was here. Oh, oh, is that what it was? It tasted like a uh, suckling pig. <clears throat> the secret is in the marinade, Flip. I see. Klaus, why don't you get the ball rolling? The details on the Frankenstein legend. Oh, it's not a complicated story. The hated aristocrat who exercised all the prerogatives of his position in this village almost 400 years ago. Unmerciful beatings, torture, and... Death thought he considered the France to his person. This was his home. Hmm. Be it ever so humble. The Baron lived here with his ward, Laura, but he was a thoroughly evil man and hardly behaved toward her like an uncle should. Tomorrow is the anniversary of the Baron's death. Four hundred years ago, the Baron had a spectacular scene in the castle with Laura and her suitor, Rolf. He mounted his horse and rode off into the woods. Someone or... Something ripped him from his horse and tore him to pieces. And the legend says that every century, the monster that killed the Baron returns. 
Uh, that's about it. I will be doing this direct from the scene tomorrow night. We'll have a short run so this evening. Uh, look for places to spot mics and pick out locations. Uh, Flip will stroll through the woods and give us a little ad-lib color. Will there be a crowd there? Not in the woods, Flip, baby. Just you and the Baron and the other monster. Oh, how come? Because no one in this area will venture into the woods after dark. Tomorrow night, the anniversary eve, they may not even stir out of their homes. Is that right, Klaus? Possibly. People here are very superstitious. Oh, are they? Why don't you explain what happened a hundred years ago on the last anniversary? I was not yet born. Yeah, but you know what happened? A man was found dead. Dead, Klaus? He was butchered, wasn't he? Torn to shreds? And his head was found at the foot of the hill. Well, Frank... This is it. Oh, I hate to admit it, Klaus, but Tom may have a point about the castle grounds. It is kind of tacky. Well, I'm not sure I agree. Physically, it's not much, but the decay adds to the ceiling I get. I, I'm really frightened. Oh, come on now, Princess. You're letting that creep's tail get under your skin. There's nothing here but battered stone and dirt. Reminds me of my pad. Like I get bad vibes. It reminds me of a trip I took to Central America years ago. The ruined pyramids, the bloody altars where thousands were sacrificed to bloodthirsty gods. It, it had the same aura of evil. You are most perceptive, Miss Garrett. Evil is everywhere. Oh. Who are you? I am... Paul Helmer T. will play the Baron in our production. How did you know my name? No mystery about that. You are the only actress in the cast. Oh, of course. Oh, forgive me, Mr. Helmer. You came upon us so suddenly. Yeah, well, where did you come from? I, I never saw from you. From the Baron's bedroom. A passage leads directly here. The place is honeycombed with such passages. But there are no other cars around. How did you... I arrived here several days ago. You've been here several days alone? Oh, I don't think I'd enjoy that. I like to get into character, Miss Garrett. Well, now that we're all together, I'd like uh, Flip to walk through the woods and give us his impressions. Oh, swell off the top of my head. Exactly. Anything you see and feel, don't force it. I want this played low-key. Sound natural. It'll help build the finish. He's all hooked up, Frank. He can start at any time. Now, listen, are you going to tape this? Yes, but only so that we have a record of it. Tomorrow is for keeps. Go, Tiger. Get the demons in the woods. Uh, uh, well, I play the scene better if Eileen kept me company. <laughs> oh, there's no moon flip. And I'd hardly call this a romantic setting. Ah, oh, romance is where you find it, Mama. <laughs> is everything set, Klaus? Yes. My assistant is about a hundred yards in. Flip should be just about there now. I don't want to inter interfere, Frank, but just what's going on? No surprise for our boy. It should make Flip less Flip. Yeah, we we have our men play slightly off the path. He will make small noises, sounds, you know, create an atmosphere. Does Flip know? Of course not. That would defeat our purpose. Flip reacts beautifully. It will all be a surprise to him. Frank, that's a dirty trick. Suppose something happens. Oh, now, what can possibly happen? It's just a small forest, trees, and grass. Well, I don't like it. 
Flip! Flip! It's no use, Miss Garrett. He cannot hear you. Hey, Klaus, give your man a cue and bring Flip in. Well, I'm about a quarter of a mile into Baron Frankenstein's woods, and it's pretty much Dullesville so far. <laughs> I was just thinking how strange it is. I haven't seen any animals around. Wait a minute. I think I just heard something. Probably a rabbit. I hope. Hey. There it goes again. Weird. Everything's so deathly still, and then suddenly just the faintest whisper of a sound, like... like something dragging. Hey, who's there? Do you think you're frightening me? Okay. I'll go in after you. The eyes. I can see them glowing. My God, it can't be. Oh, no, it's... The Bard said, Some find tongues in trees, Books in running brooks, And sermons in stones. Obviously, Flip saw and heard a great deal more in Frankenstein's woods. Or did he? Perhaps we shall know more when I return shortly with Act Two. And now another tale of the ball and chain. At Kellogg's Special K. Presents overweight on an overnight train. Is the seat taken? Please, sit down. <laughs> you have exceptional legs. <laughs> uh, but why is one of them attached to a ball and chain? This ball and chain? It's a symbol. Funny, I would have sworn it was a ball and chain. I mean symbolic. Because carrying around a few extra pounds can be just like lugging around this ball and chain. I see. May I suggest something? Uh, Try a bowl of Special K, skim milk, orange juice, and coffee. It's the Special K breakfast. Will it make me lose weight? No. You must also exercise and eat smart at every meal. I see. Do you know the Special K breakfast is less than 240 calories, 99% fat-free, and delicious? No, but if you hum a few bars... And that's another tale of the ball and chain. Your happy ending could begin with the Kellogg's Special K breakfast. That's Kellogg's Special K. Good night. It happens in an instant. But this is the way it feels. The driver was speeding. But the crash goes on and on. Almost in slow motion. With a mechanical device, we've slowed down the sound of the accident so you could think about it. If the driver had slowed down, there probably would not have been an accident. This message was brought to you by the General Motors Corporation. Are there more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in our philosophy? Is there something in Frankenstein's woods that defies rational explanation? 
Or was Flip Johnson the victim of his own imagination? Perhaps if we push on with our little tale, we shall have the answer. Flip. Flip, are you all right? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I think happened? so. I don't know. I, I was just strolling along and wham, the lights went out. What did you see? I, I, nothing. But we heard you, Flip. The eyes, you said. The eyes. Now, wait, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I saw nothing. I we have it on tape. You complained about the cold. And the strange lights, the eyes that burn bright. I... You said it was impossible. Well, all I remember is waking up and there you were. I mean, standing right over me. What did your men find, Klaus? Let me show you, Frank. Now, here we are. The point where Flip started to run. Now you can see the prints. Now we follow along for a few yards. And here we have... Burn Circle. In the middle, discolored. As if the grass had been frozen. Frank, yeah. is this something that you... We had nothing to do with that, did we, Klaus? He's right. I admit we arranged a few effects, but nothing more. No, we would have had to have special refrigerating equipment. Well below zero to make such marks. Well, how do you like it, folks? Fantastic. Instant Carnival by Frank Larkin. Now, no, no, Tom. Give credit where it's due. Klaus engineered the whole setup. It was not so difficult. We have a long tradition of festivals here. I could almost enjoy this if only... Don't forget it, Eileen. Nothing really happened. Flip just got panicky and ran. He fell, blacked out. He'll be all right. Uh, Klaus, are we set in the house of horrors? Yeah, we can go at any time. Good. You all know the routine. We already have good coverage in town and at the zoo. Let's zero in on the big scene. All right. We'll pick up Flip and Eileen as the Baron's ward, Laura. Now, you flip her suitor, Ralph, and you meet her at the House of Horrors. I'll take over, Frank. You don't mind? I'd like to earn my credits. I was counting on that, Tom. The show's all yours. You ready, Klaus? All set, Mr. Fairley. All right, Slater, Klaus. Scene 12, take one... And action. The Baron is not expected before tonight, dearest. Not until quite late. I think I shall stay here forever. It is so enchanting. I'm sick of formality, Rolf. I'm bored with the same walls, the same faces, the same small talk. And the same guardian? I feel almost free here. Then why not leave? Come away with me. Once when I was a child. My father took me to such a fair. He filled me with cakes and pink drinks. Yes, and you always got sick. <laughs> oh, but it was worth it. I enjoyed it so. Oh, look, Laura, look. This is the House of Horrors. This doesn't look so horrible. All tinsel and paint. Come inside with me. All right, cut. Hey, that was right on the nose, kids. It's a perfect first take. Oh, good. All right, that's it for now. We'll pick up the woods near the castle at eight tonight. Just take it easy until then. Uh, Klaus, you'll have your crew setting up at seven, right? At seven, Mr. Fairley. Honey, you in a hurry? No, no, why? Well, how about a turn through the House of Horrors? Give you the five-dollar tour? Oh, I could use the exercise. <laughs> Good. You pick the passage, we'll follow it. Let me see. Dippity, jibbity... Zippity, Zam. Zam it is. 
Oh, this reminds me of my first date. Oh, first dates are creepy. Mine had a walleye. And mine took me to the tunnel of love. Our first kiss was an orthodontist nightmare. Braces rubbing against braces. We sent out sparks that lit the tunnel. <laughs> it's too bad we're past the braces stage. <laughs> you know, Tom, that's the first time I've heard you laugh since we started this trip. There's nothing much to laugh at. Was it that bad? Yeah. I get the feeling I'm reliving the whole thing. I don't know why. Well, I'm a pretty good listener, Tom. You want to talk about it? No, why not? It was 45 and the war was just over. We'd been through some rough times and we were sent here for R&R. R&R? No, rest and recreation. Oh. Seemed like heaven at first. So peaceful. No noise, no bloodshed. But it turned sour. Some of my buddies got blown away. Did they ever discover who did it? No, not a clue. The army command blamed the neo-Nazis, the werewolves. Mm. But the townspeople were convinced it had something to do with the mad baron. It's a bad scene. Mm. And you? I believe what I see. But it did shake me. I'm glad Flip is all right. So am I. But not for the same reason? Oh, look, Tom. Flip and I are just friends. Casual friends. That's the best news I've had in days. What's that up ahead? Looks like a treadle. Well, what are we waiting for? Treadles are for treading. Step on it. Oh! You have disturbed my slumber. I will have revenge. <laughs> That's one heck of an effect. The barren and non-living rubber expanding before your very eyes. This would be sensational at Macy's Parade. Cross <laughs> oh, didn't overlook a thing. It should go over big with the tourists and the people in the village. On the contrary. After the first person sees this, it will keep them away. Helmut, where did you come from? What are you doing here? Just visiting. Oh, you startled us. I know. I seem to have the same effect on the people in town. You, uh... You know, you look familiar to me. I've seen you before, but I can't remember where. Shadows and half-light make strange impressions. I wonder if you can give me a hand, Mr. Fairley. With what? Something I found in a recess back there. Okay, lead the way. What is it? I don't know. Signs of digging. I was about to see what it was when I heard your voices. Yeah. Hey, you're right, Helmut. Those are fresh marks. <laughs> Don't come any closer, I mean. What is it? A wild boar, I think. What's left of it? It's not a pretty sight. It's literally been ripped apart. Oh! Yes? Hmm. I understand. It will be all over tonight. No, no. No, we'll finish the rest back in the States. You can count on that. What was that all about? Yeah, the town council. They want us out as soon as possible. They were polite but firm. Too many things been happening. Flip and then the dead boar. The word's getting around and it's becoming amplified in each telling. 
Did your visit to town pay off? I think so. It was tough getting permission to go through the old records. The clerk at the city hall was a perfect bureaucrat. He insisted on an application countersigned by his boss. I threatened to go to the burgomaster, and he caved in. Now, how about the newspaper? They were reluctant, too, but uh, greedy. A few marks and the right palm paved the way. Well... All right, see for yourself. Here's a reproduction of the paper's front page a hundred years ago. Think a squint at the guy who was separated from his head. Mm. I don't know. It's uh, pretty well faded. Look at the eyes on the forehead. Could be, I suppose. And here's a print of an oil painting of the original Baron von Frankenstein. I believe mm. Mr. Fairley thinks the picture resembles me. All right, Helmut, where the devil did you come from? <laughs> this old castle is honeycombed with secret passages. And you just keep wandering through them like you know where you are. Hmm? I have been exploring them for days. You know, Tom, there is a resemblance. A trick of your imagination. I knew I'd seen you somewhere before. You're talking nonsense, gentlemen. I could not possibly have been here a century ago, let alone 400 years. How about 30 years ago? I was only a child then. What about your family? I have none. They were killed in the war. Does that satisfy you, Mr. Larkin? I don't know about Frank, but it sure doesn't clear things up for me. Stay inside until midnight, Helmet. You understand? Perfectly. And stay out of the passages until the show's been recorded. I don't want any more surprises. <laughs> This place is beginning to get me. I'll be glad to get it over with. Dinner is ready. We'll eat in here tonight. Just as long as it isn't bore. Hey, uh, where's I mean? She has a headache. I'd better go up and see if I can do anything for her. It's not necessary. I've sent some food up to her. I have some bad news. Three members of the crew quit. They were all as frightened as the townspeople. Bad news? <laughs> That's all we need. Well, I have replaced them, but with such short notice, I'm afraid I've not been able to run up the most competent technicians. Well, I don't imagine what's happened today helped much. Oh, that's all right, Klaus. I know you've done your best, and we'll just keep our fingers crossed. Hey, um, pass the salad, will you, Tom? Nothing stops your appetite, does it, Flip? No, I'm just a growing boy, Tom. I need fuel for my engines. <laughs> uh, what? What's that? Charlene! <laughs> it's just behind that wall. Impossible. There's nothing there. You keep trying the wall. There may be a passage there. I'm going to a wrong. I'm with you. Look, the place is a mess. If anything's happened to Eileen. I know, Tom. Look, footsteps in blood. They lead uh, up to the panel. All right, let's knock a hole in it. It's no use. It's oak. It's several inches thick. Yeah. Fresnes carving. What? Where did you come from, Helmut? All right, we'll talk about that later. Hey, look, it's moving. And there she is. Eileen. Eileen. Eileen, honey. Here. That's good. She's coming around. Are you all right, Eileen? Uh, I think so. What happened? Well, I was lying in bed, trying to pull myself together. It was dark and cool. Suddenly, I felt something in the room. I... I sat upright, but I couldn't see anything. I, I knew it was there. I stepped off the bed, felt something warm and sticky. I panicked and ran. I, 
next thing I knew, I was being held. And, and then, nothing. You, you fainted. I suppose so. Just as I was going out, I heard my name. Who was it? I don't know. It was just a whisper. A nightmare, perhaps? A nightmare? With a German accent. Robert Ken Warren wrote, The nightmare stumbles past, and you have heard it fumble at your door before it whimpers and is gone. It acts like the old hound that used to snuffle your door and moan. But who, your host inquires, has heard it speak with accent foreign? We shall return shortly with more on the Castle of Bad Dreams in Act Three. Who knows how to help you solve your shopping problems? The Better Business Bureau knows. Wednesday, 10 o'clock. I'm back at the office working on the case when my secretary brings me the mail. Thanks, kid. The usual stuff. Then I see it. It's addressed to me, resident. Inside, a fake rabbit's foot. The pitch, a $2 donation or send back the rabbit's foot. My problem, what to do about it. I'll help you with good advice from the Better Business Bureau. Oh, yeah? Spill it. If you receive unordered merchandise in the mail, you are under no obligation to return it or pay for it. Thanks, pal. You're okay. Just another consumer tip from your Better Business Bureau. Most appetizers you eat, but there's one appetizer you drink, Dubonnet. Think of Dubonnet as an appetizer. It's the wine you drink before meals, before lunch, before dinner at cocktail time. Before whatever you've got cooking, it helps to whet your appetite. Whether you serve it straight, on the rocks, with a twist, or soda. Dubonnet before makes what comes after that much better. Dubonnet. It all started in France, of course. Before, yeah, before. The time before Dubonnet. Product of USA. Dubonnet Company, New York, New York. have ever ridden a nightmare, you know what a hellish mount it can make. It carries you unwillingly beyond anguish and terror, through deadly whispers and pools of blood. But oh, the relief when it's over. Let's return now to Act Three and the end of the ride. Uh, how's Eileen doing, Tom? Physically fine, but she's as tight as a drum. Now, look, why don't we get the police in, no Frank? No way. We got two strikes against us in town now. 
call the authorities in and we're through. We've gone too far. We certainly have. We're right up against the point of no return. But the production is almost Oh, finished. damn the production! What does it take to convince you, corpses? You're being melodramatic, Tom. Nothing's really happened yet. So Flip saw something and a boar was slaughtered. Did you see the condition Eileen's room was in? And how did she get into the passageway? Surely you've heard of sleepwalking. And I suppose she dreamed up the mangled animal in the blood, huh? No, but so far no one's been hurt. Yeah, so far. And nothing is going to happen. Well, we've got everybody on the alert. There are guards all around the place. Klaus has brought some extra men in. We've taken every precaution. Every precaution except the most obvious one. Now let's get out of here, Frank, before it's too late. Not until the show's wrapped up. Come in. What is it, Helmut? Volker says we're ready. Oh, you used the door this time, Helmut. What happened? The passageway blocked? Hey, why the get-up? You won't be on camera, you know. Just a few replicas of the Baron's wardrobe to help me get into character. Authentic, I can assure you. You're taking this role quite seriously. I take all my roles that way. I know only one way to act. If that's all... I'll be going. Okay, uh, tell them Mr. Fairley will be right there. All right, what's up, Frank? I should be splitting two. Now, look, Tom, I don't feel there are any grounds for your suspicions, but I've had some checks made on Helmut's past. What he's done, where he comes from. I expect a report any moment now. That should clear the air. Well, I hope so. Now, all I ask is let's get the job done. Don't let your feelings get in the way. I won't. But if the news is sour, don't keep it from me, will you? In this case, ignorance can be disaster. Oh, boy, it's getting cold out here, Tom. What's taking them so long? They're almost set. How do you feel, Eileen? Uh, about like Flip. Cold and miserable. Oh, I could use a fireplace and a hot toddy. Uh, that's just what you'll have as soon as we finish this scene. It's short, but uh, not sweet. Now, you and Flip, as the Baron's ward and your suitor, are returning to the castle. You got it? You're frightened, and Flip is trying to comfort you. Ah, good. That's one scene I'll truly enjoy. Mr. Fairley, why didn't you answer me on the talk back? I didn't hear anything. The equipment must be out. We're set to go. Oh, good. Where's Frank Larkin? I thought he was with you. He left us some time ago. Did he say where he was going? I assumed he was coming here. He did say something strange. What was that? Something about being convinced at last. Does that mean anything to you? It sure does, Klaus. Send your men through the woods and the castle grounds. I think we're just wasting our time. Let's go back to the castle and wait. He'll be along. You can go back, Flip. I'm not going to give up until we find Frank. Oh. We still have the crypt to search and Klaus's crew to hear from. Mr. Perry, Mr. Perry, Mr. Larkin. We found him. Come quickly. This way, Mr. Ferry, In the clearing. Is he hurt? Yes. I think badly. There. cannot hear you, I'm afraid. Oh, but he's still breathing. Get an ambulance. Help is on the way. Was he conscious at all? No. Oh, no, no. Don't try to talk, Frank. We're here. You're going to be all right. Oh, Frank, Frank, just lie quietly, huh? 
Don't come near me. Don't touch me. Don't... He's shivering. Throw a blanket on him. Who did this, Frank? Cold, damp, and the smell. Who was it? Cold, bitter, cold, and the smell decayed. Frank! Frank! Is he... No, 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 no. He's unconscious. We'll talk to him later. Fulger, did your men find anything else? Just a glass. It is curious, Tom. What? I don't see anything. Yes, you do, but it doesn't mean anything to you. You weren't here when we found Flip. The area is flattened. The same strange discoloration. What's all this got to do with Frank? I don't know. But I promise you, I'll find out. Listen, I'm calling about Mr. Frank Larkin. A patient in room 305. You understand me? Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shout. I see. Thank you. Tom, what did they say? Well, his condition is stable. That's what every hospital says unless you're dying. Do they expect him to be there long? Just a few days. You know, it's all so strange. So many things have happened. Flip, you, and now Frank. But nobody's been really hurt badly. There are a few mangled animals. Yes, well, that's what's bugging me. The animals get slaughtered, but people are more frightened than hurt. Except for Frank's close shave. Well, why? It doesn't make any sense. Anything powerful enough to mash some poor defenseless creature surely could do more damage than that. Well, maybe there's no connection between any of the things that have happened. Oh, that'd be pardon coincidence on coincidence. I don't believe it, and I don't think Frank did either. After he got that phone call he was waiting for. Well, then why don't you call the police? For the same reason that Frank didn't. But you kept begging Frank to delay the production. Oh, not now. I'm going to finish this tonight, for Frank's sake. Well, I'm going to be sure that whoever's behind this pays the price. And how will you do that, Mr. Fairley? Oh. I guess you tried the door once and didn't care for it, huh? It is easier to use the passageway. You didn't answer my question? I know I didn't. The reason is simple. I don't know yet. But I will before tonight's over. You mentioned a phone call Mr. Larkin received. Yes. If only I know what it was. Perhaps I can help you. How? The telephone lines into the castle were a special installation. An exact record is kept at the company of every call made from and into the building. Well, then all we have to do is call the company and find out. Not exactly. They will give it to the police, however. That's out. Why? Please, please, Tom, call them in. And the next time, wh whoever's doing this may forget the difference between man and beast. She's right, Mr. Fairley. You do not know whom you are dealing with. Do you? <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. I will see you shortly, when the fun begins. Okay, Klaus, let's get some levels. Get Flick to say a few lines. We need some levels. Okay, okay. This is Flip Johnson in the burial crypt underneath the Frankenstein castle. That's enough. Fine. Thank you. Now, stand by. See if you can sharpen up the sound, Klaus. Yeah, I will try. All right, Eileen. You get to the Baron's room in the castle. Helmet's there already. We'll do your scene first. Are you all right? 
Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't worry about a thing. We've got everything under control. I'll see you later. Klaus, pick up Helmet. Tell him Eileen's on her way. Yeah. Helmut? Helmut? Mr. Fairley would like to speak with you. Get on the talk back. Helmut? Are you there, Helmut? Get to the talk back. Give me that, will you? Helmut? This is Tom Fairley. I'm here, Tom, but no sign of Helmut. Where the devil is he? I don't know. Oh, damn. Ask one of the men outside the door to check. You stay put. He says he saw Helmut heading for the crypt some time ago. Carl, see if you can find him. I'll handle things here. Yeah. Flip, do you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear, Tom. You ready for me now? Have you seen Helmut? Nope. He's supposed to be here? Um, just stand by. Eileen, have they found Helmut yet? No. What's going on? I don't know. But... I think we had better go to the crypt scene first. I've seen through the passageway, but there are no signs of Helmut. I guess you're right. Flat? Yeah, what now? Start your narration, and if you spot Helmut, let me know, huh? Okay. This is Flip Johnson in the burial crypt underneath the Frankenstein castle. It is said that every century, the monster that slew Baron von Frankenstein returns to feed his bloodlust. And every century, the Baron returns from his grave to meet his fate again. We are less than a minute from the hour of midnight, when all this is supposed to take place. The question is, what will happen here tonight? In just a few seconds, we shall know. This burial crypt is one solid room cut out of deep rock. Behind the crypt is a tunnel leading to other burial vaults and to passages that have never been truly explored. It is reputed that a thousand years of Frankenstein lie buried here. Wait a minute. Cut it, Tom. I, I have to stop. Listen, are you picking up any sounds? Yes. Something that sounds like dragging. You see anything? Well, no, but the sounds are getting louder. I, Tom, are you trying to pull something? Well, no, Flip. Believe me. Why would I try well, to pull I, it? Something seems to be dragging. I hear breathing. At least that's what I think it is. It's, it's getting cold and damp in here. And I, oh. Oh, I smell something horrible. Well, get out, Flip. Get out as fast as you can. All right, close in, men. Get into the crypt as fast as you can. I want every man in there. I can see them now. Eyes. Evil. Bright as cat's eyes. Glowing. And enormous. Oh. Oh, God, help me. I can't move. It's here. It's here. Who are you? Who? This is the crypt, Tom. Someone's heading into the passageway. Over there, I think it's Helmut. What about Flip? It's not good. His throat's been crushed. Oh, He's no. not breathing. Somebody stay with Flip. The rest of you go after whatever is in that passageway. Yeah. Stop. Stop, Helmut. Don't move. He's, He's gone. What do you mean, he's gone? He's disappeared. Vanished. Into thin air. So, this is goodbye, my friends. Yes, and I can't say I'm sorry to go. Tell me, what will you do with the tapes? Oh, make a show out of them. Add a few scenes, and we'll be ready to send some shivers down our listeners' spines. The publicity should help. I suppose so. But I can't help wishing it hadn't come at such a price. Poor Flip. 
was a costly show. Klaus, we've been sparring around for quite a while now. Let's stop avoiding the subject. Who was Helmut? An actor. That is all I know. But without a past, the report I received was completely blank except for his acting credits. Nothing. He was just an actor. Obsessed with a role. Do you really think so, Klaus? What else can I think? Then how do you explain what happened in the crypt? After he attacked and killed Flip, you and your men closed in on him? And he vanished. Right before your eyes. But there must be an explanation. You know, every inch of the castle's grounds, every secret passageway. Then you don't think he met the fate of the Mad Baron? There were no signs of his remains. Just some flattened, burned-out blades of grass. It's an unbelievable climax for a legend. Legends have no climax. They go on and on. Drop us a line when you find out what really happened. I promise. But if you don't hear from me soon, you may have to wait another century for the facts. <laughs> Since we don't have 100 years to spare, we'll just have to make up our own minds about Paul Helmut. Was he the infamous Baron von Frankenstein brought back to life? Or was he, uh, and I don't mean to be redundant, merely a crazed actor? I'll be back shortly. Will everyone around the table please touch hands with the person next to you? Good. Now we must have absolute silence while I try to establish contact. Is there someone here? If there is someone here, tap twice. Do you have a message for anyone here? Tell us your message. Wait no longer. Tell us what you want us to do. Wait no Someone has broken the circle. Oh, that was George. He never liked to be late for anything. This message brought to you on behalf of the Internal Revenue Service. There is no need to look for a supernatural source of evil. Man has shown himself capable of every wickedness. But regardless of where it arises, evil has a vitality beyond time. Its power can be stemmed, but it will return. Our cast included Michael Wager, Leon Janney, Ralph Bell, E.V. Juster, and William Redfield. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. I need to hear it, Alice. We who have more or less left this world can't come back unless we are wanted by someone who is still here. But I love you and I need you. I desire you. You should know that, Charles. Well, it doesn't hurt to hear it. Here's your chocolate. Try it. I don't want it. Oh, Charles. The longer we're away from this earth, Alice... 
the less we rely on our senses. Mashed potatoes begin to taste like cold cream, coffee tastes like iodine, and this chocolate tastes like mud. They tell me this is quite normal. Charles, when you say they, you mean... I mean them, of course. All those. The ones up there? It isn't up there, Alice. And it isn't down there, either. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. For this week, you can find more from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater at relicradio.com. More from the horror, all the other podcasts, and our shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to, all for free. If you'd like to help support this and all of the shows, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Your support makes it all happen. It has for 15 years. Thank you very much to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back next Saturday with another episode of The Horror. <laughs>